To grow in life and as a leader, you have to first buy back your time by delegating, then relinquish control to someone else. You can't be free if you have to control everything. So let me read that again. To, to grow in life and as a leader, you have to first buy back your time by delegating, then relinquish control to someone else. You can't be free if you have to control everything. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Carrot Cast. Now, the Carrot Cast, we're usually diving in doing interviews with amazing real estate investors, amazing real estate agents. Now, in these episodes, every Thursday, they're the Trevor Truck Talks, where you get to hear behind the scenes of the mindset shifts I'm going through as a CEO of one of the fastest growing companies in America and the mindset shifts you can take to run your business and win back your freedom as well. Let's dive into this episode. All right, y'all, I'm coming at you with today's Trevor Truck Talk, not from my truck, but actually from my living room. Um, and today I'm going to talk about a topic that is actually probably one of the hardest topics, one of the hardest topics for entrepreneurs. I'm going to talk about giving up control and giving up control. This is from my life truths list. I'm going to go read that. And I'm, I'm also using a new mic. So um, rather than packing my phone around, guys, this is a very low tech podcast when I do it, uh, Trevor Truck Talk style a very low tech podcast. So when I do a Trevor Truck Talk style, it's literally with my cell phone. No excuses, no barriers of entry, guys. If you want to do a podcast, whip out your phone and start talking. So with this one here, uh, Life Truth, Giving Up Control, I'm going to talk about what I'm going through right now, what I'm thinking about, how I'm thinking about innovating, innovating inside of my companies instead of outside of my companies. I want to talk about the struggle with giving up control as an entrepreneur, but also why giving up control is critical. Like we have to give up control to get freedom. If we ultimately want freedom, we have to give up control. And I'm going to walk you through some of the things that I'm doing right now to march towards giving up more and more control. And it's not easy, but I think it's something that you've got to do if you want more freedom. So let me read this life truth. And uh, then I'm just going to walk around my living room and get ready for the day. And uh, hopefully this comes out good audio-wise, but um, giving up control. So this came, actually, this didn't come out, come out of anyone, anything. This just came, came out of uh, me learning life. So giving up control. To grow in life and as a leader, you have to first buy back your time by delegating. Then relinquish control to someone else. You can't be free if you have to control everything. So let me read that again. To, to grow in life and as a leader, you have to first buy back your time by delegating. Then, relinqu then relinquish control to someone else. You can't be free if you have to control everything. So what does that mean? What does it mean that you can't be free if you have to control everything? Well, I can tell from, from my previous experience, I see it so much in the real estate uh, world as well. But from my previous experience, you, know, you as the entrepreneur, you kind of you like feel like you know everything, right? You feel like you've always got the answers. You feel like no one can do it as good as you. And I know my dad growing up, he'd always have the saying, he's one of the hardest working people that I've ever seen. He always had the saying, of, well, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And I think a lot of us have heard that too. If you want it done right, you've got to do it yourself. And I think that's a decent way to get things started. But the problem is, you know, my dad, I love him to death. He's 65 years old, still working his butt off in his business. And um, the business kind of controls him a little bit. You know, if they're wanting to take big vacations or things like that, they can do it. But he's always, you know, looking on his phone at the security cameras and things like that at the employees. Uh, he he has a base level of trust for them, but for some reason he hasn't been able to give up control. So you can't really get free there. 
right? And so how do we give up control as entrepreneurs? If you're a, if you're a one person shop, you're a single investor, single agent, whatever it is, um, I'll, I'll walk you through a couple of the first steps to start to delegating. But then if you, if you have a team, you know, we're 55 employees here at Carrot now, if you have a team and I'm going to start getting out my computer bag and getting ready for the day, I'm going to put in about a half day of work today. And then we're heading up to, up to the mountain into the snow. But, um, if, if you have a team, uh, for me anyway, that's where it got even harder to give up control because, because you have to make sure that you're not only finding amazingly high quality people who can make good decisions, but you have to find people who that you can trust, right? That you can really trust with your business, with this amazing asset that you've built uh, to serve people. And so a couple of things that have really helped me as I've gone, and, and I'm going to kind of cast vision here is the first thing I think that, that we have to have in place, guys and gals, is we have to have a vision that's so crystal clear in our minds that we know what, why we have to do something. Like we have to have a vision so darn crystal clear that it's compelling to us that we have to change, that we have to give up control. It, that our future vision is more compelling than us having to have our finger on every single little thing in our business. And I think when we don't have a really crystal clear vision on where we're going or what I call a life vision story, I go check out that episode. You know, it's like a foundational one. I think everybody uh, should listen to, but uh, go check out the episode on creating your life vision story. But if we don't have that vision, then we're going to, our vision is the day, you know, you know, our vision is just this week. Our vision is just this month, uh, which that's not a vision guys. That's tactics. That's, that's being rooted in the tactical of your business. And when we're rooted in the tactical of our business, we really can't pull back and think creatively about why and what we need to give control up, up, up for. Now, we just want to dive in and make sure that we're doing the best that we can do in our business for today to close those deals or to get those leads or to, you know, to get this project done the way that you want to get it done. I know that's a struggle for me because sometimes I'll see projects and I'm like, man, that's not being done right. You know, in, in, in my mind, uh, according to the measure of what right looks like in my mind. And the more that I do that, the more that I do that, it creates me as a massive bottleneck in the business. And I'm still a bottleneck in, in, in carrot in many areas. And as I stepped into this year, I really looked at my life vision story and we're, like I said, eight years into the business. And, and I'm, I've tr traditionally been the, the type of guy who would innovate outside of my businesses whenever I would get to a spot where things would get hard or I'd get three to five years in, I would innovate outside of my business and I'd go create a new business, right? I would get distracted. And when you do that and you get distracted and you create these new businesses, rather than focusing on the existing business that has the momentum for you, you end up losing momentum on your original business. And then you have this turn and burn cycle where every three years, it's just this boom and bust. And you're always starting from scratch. You're always starting in a spot where it's like, all right, here we go again. My last business didn't work out. It kind of fizzled out. It fizzled out because you took your eye off of it. Because you didn't find the people that you could trust or you had people that you could trust, but you didn't step into your job as a leader of that company to document, delegate, and then pull back and relinquish control. Okay, so how, how do you relinquish control? So one of the best exercises for me, uh, which I'm not saying that this is something everybody should do, but this is something that, that for me was something I decided to do this past year. Uh, one of the best ways to relinquish control, honestly, is to work with someone who, who uh, knows far more about that business than you do. You know, so we bought a company recently here at Carrot, 
And um, yeah, I've got ideas on what that company can do. And I've got ideas on what that product can do and you know, the whole shebang. But I, I intentionally went in saying, um, I don't know nearly as much about this business as that team does. I don't have the history in that business uh, that that team does like I do with Carrot. So therefore, I'm going to coach them versus, you know, kind of do what I would historically step back into some of these bad traits of just telling them what to do, right? And so that's the first step is we have to have people that we can trust, people that can make good decisions. And that's the biggie here. Not just someone that you can trust to do the work, but someone who can make a good decision in your absence. We have to teach them how to think. We have to make sure that the way that they think is sound. So, so um, if they're doing something outside of the, the set of processes that you have documented, you don't want them to always have to come back to you to say, hey, Trevor, we don't have a process on this. How do we do this? You want them to look at that situation and be able to make a decision that's, that's sound for the business that drives towards the business goals. You've got to relinquish control. So one way that, that I've done that, and I'm starting to do it more and more, is you work with the people around you, and every single time that they come to you for something, ask them and ask yourself why, um, you know, why, why, why did you feel like you needed to come to me for this thing? Is it because there's not a process on it? It's, is it because um, you could use some training on it? Is it because you don't feel like you've been empowered to make that decision? And if, if so, like write down what it is. If it's a process, either create the process and give it to them or ask them, hey, if you were to create the process for this, what is it that you would do? Like what process would you likely suggest to follow? And have them tell you what that process may be. I think I would do this. I'd probably probably do this. And maybe do some research to find X and then use that. Cool. Awesome. So uh, what can I do to help you on that journey so that you can implement that plan that you just mentioned? And the outcome of it would be a great process we can use moving forward. Oh, well, I guess I guess nothing really. I guess I just you know kind of needed that permission to have a talk with you. Awesome. Go get it. Let me know if you need any resources. Okay. Where historically we would pull back and make the process ourselves, which isn't which isn't a bad thing if we truly are the expert on that, and they can't find the information anywhere else. Okay, so we have to then you know we we have to take those opportunities and always look at that and say where can I hand off decision making process to someone else, and then how do I have a cadence by which I interact with the business that I enjoy the cadence that that I can be able to coach the the team members and I'm not mired in the daily work. Okay, guys, I just wrapped up an amazing podcast with Brady, who uh, who came out to a carrot camp last spring. And I think you guys are going to absolutely love this podcast. So the quick of it is Brady took a decade off from like real work. So he he busted his hump in uh, his early 20s, built up a very small portfolio of real estate that had some good cash flow, but he wasn't uh, living off of it. He wasn't rich by any means. And he just got burnt out. He discovered he was working so much that the rest of his life was just not what he had pictured. He was passionate about the outdoors, about adventure sports, and he was, he was just seeing himself just work himself to the bone. And so he set out to change his life and he said, you know what, I'm going to uh, get all these, these property man or the, all these properties over to a property manager. So IE relinquishing control. Right. And then he said, I'm just going to go and start to travel and start to ski and mountain bike and whatever it is, got, got himself a travel van. And whenever I'm ready to come back and work, I'm going to come back and work. And so he did, and he worked odd jobs. He was a hella, hella, I think he was a helicat ski, um, 
you know, he worked up in the, the Hello Ski operations, I think up in Alaska. He lived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for a, a, a long time. He's doing odd jobs, right? Working at restaurants, bars, uh, caretaking for other people's investment properties. Just making enough money to survive and meeting a lot of people. And he had these rental properties in the back in the background that were just bringing some cash flow that he said, I'm just not going to touch that. The reason I'm bringing this up is because in that episode, we talk about something. I'm going to use one quote from it. I think people talk about retirement, right? Where they think about retirement as the ultimate freedom. Oh my gosh, I'm finally going to, I'm finally going to get free. I'm finally going to get free when I retire. I'm finally going to feel free when this event happens sometime in the future. And retirement is just this like very interesting thing that, that why would we ever want to retire from something that we enjoy? right? It's like, why would we ever want to retire from something that gives us energy, from something that gives us contribution, from something that, that gives us the purpose? And I think the second people truly retire and they just go away and just golf all day, if they don't have that real purpose that they've ingrained in their retirement, is the second you start to see people start to, you know, their quality of life erode. And it's a pretty fast demise after that, you know, in, in general. And so he said, he said in there, he said, he said, why in the world? He said, he said, you wouldn't want to retire if you didn't wake up every day doing a job that you hated. It's like, if you're doing a job you hate, of course, you would want to retire from that job. But what if we crafted our jobs so we didn't hate them? What if we crafted our jobs so we didn't despise them? What if we crafted our jobs so we we're pumped about Mondays? You know, what if we crafted our jobs so there's a vision where you're moving towards something greater and it's not just the monotony of the day to day and you're doing it because you've been doing it or you're doing it because you have so much expenses now you have to bring in all this money or you're doing it because you have a team that you feel obligated to the team, right? And you're like, man, I feel obligated to the team, but my vision is going a different direction and I just, I'm just doing this for the team, but my man, I'm not really marching towards my vision. Right. And that, that's where we start to feel that pit in our stomach where we're like, oh my gosh, this business feels like it's trapping me, which is the opposite of freedom. Right. So I'm going to move toward, towards a, a resolution here. So we have to relinquish control to get freedom. We have to. So the first step in that, guys, is take the energy out of it. Go to carrot.com forward slash energy, carrot.com forward slash energy, and take the darn energy out of every single quarter. I don't know how many times I have to say this. But take the energy out of every quarter. Uh, whenever I go without taking the energy out of it on a quarter, it's usually when I got way too mired in the tactical details. It's usually when I lost sight of my vision and I'm two quarters through not doing an energy audit and I feel like I'm wore out again. I feel like my schedule got eaten up by the small stuff again, right? And so whenever I get back on track of doing the energy audit, it's really intentional, moves me back towards my vision, moves me back towards that business that gives me energy, moves me back towards uh, moving towards my goals and the vision for life. And so as I stepped into this year, and I've talked about it before, we have so many amazing opportunities here at Carrot to continue to serve you guys. We have so many amazing opportunities at Carrot to double down and step into the real estate agent market even heavier because I truly feel agents are going to be investors. Investors are going to be agents. I think it's going to be one mishmash of an industry in 10 to 20 years. And I think we can help the industry move that way and serve sellers and buyers better as one. Right. Um, I really, truly believe and want Carrot to be a leadership factory where we just have so many amazing leaders that come out of this. 
you know, we can then deploy out into life or into other businesses or into this business to make a greater impact. And so as I was looking at those opportunities and I was looking at my life vision story, which does not include me working daily in a business in five to 10 years. It doesn't include me having a bunch of deliverables in the business. I've been doing that for 15 to 20 years, right? It doesn't include that. It includes me focusing on vision, focusing on strategy, coaching people, finding great opportunities, putting more content out in the world that changes the world and finding amazing people to do the running of the business, the operations of the business. And we're marching in that direction. So when I bought this company, that was one of my main aims is, hey, we're stepping into this vision. now. We're stepping into this vision of having other companies under this portfolio of finding great leaders to coach into these opportunities that help me grow as a leader so I can be a better leader for all my team members and to create more opportunities for our, for our employees, right? Because what if we have some really sharp, amazing people that I want to relinquish control to, but that opportunity isn't in the existing business? We want to create those opportunities in the other businesses that we buy or start that serve you, that serve agents, that serve investors in an even greater way. And so that's my biggest challenge for this year, y'all is as I look through what I need to focus on as CEO of Carrot uh, currently, it's honestly, where do I need to relinquish control? It's where do I need to relinquish control in order to, uh, for me to be more free for sure, but also for our team to be more free to really go out there and move on the biggest things. Where do I need to relinquish control so I'm not slowing things down? Where do I need to relinquish control and really build up our current people or find amazing people from the outside who have a greater skill set than, than we currently do internally on some of these critical areas. Where do we find those people and how do we relinquish the right control to those people and give them a cut of, our, of, of what, we're, what we're going for? How do we make it so all of our incentives are moving in the same direction versus all of us working in our own little silos? And so I want to I pose that question to you and I'm going to reread this life truth and we're going to wrap this puppy up. I'm going to dive into my day. Um, let me know if this, let me know if the audio was decent on this little, this little mic guys, I don't know where this came from. So if you sent me this little, little mic pack that plugs into my cell phone, thank you. It didn't have a note on it. I opened up a box one day at my house. I'm like, Oh, this cool little mic thing that plugs into the iPhone. I have no clue who it was from. I thought my video team uh, sent it to me. They're like, no, we didn't do that. I'm like, dude, I don't know. So if you sent it to me, thank you very much. Let me know if you guys like the quality of this audio. I think it's, I listen to, you know, versions with this mic and with my phone, they sound pretty similar, but this makes it easier because I get to just attach it to my lapel and walk around or do whatever I'm going to do rather than holding the phone up to my face. So let me know the feedback. Do you want to want me to go back to just holding the phone in my face or does this little mic work? But guys, I'm going to reread this life truth. We're going to wrap it up and I want to send you off with a challenge today. Okay. A challenge today and a call to action. So giving up control. To grow in life and as a leader, you have to first buy back your time by delegating. Then relinquish control to someone else. You can't be free if you have to control everything. I want you to write down a list, y'all, of what you currently control in your business. Even at home, right? Even at home. What do you currently control that makes it really hard for your spouse to step in and do certain things? You know, what do you need to relinquish control on? I'd, I'd challenge you to think up a mental list or write down a physical list and then go straight to delegation. Do the, do the energy audit and then pick one thing this next month to say this one thing I'm doing right now and I have too much control over it and it's something that someone else can do just fine. 
I'm going to schedule half a day or an hour or whatever it's going to take to create a process on this. I'm going to find a person to have run this process for me. And then I'm just going to connect with that person on a consistent basis to see how they're doing with it and to see what resources they need and to help them out. Okay. And relinquish that control, pull back and, 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 and make sure you're measuring the outcome. Make sure you're measuring how they, how they're doing, but don't, don't get mired in those details. Let them do their job, hold them accountable to doing their job and hold them accountable to the outcome, but not the um, specific details of how they do the output. All right, guys, uh, let me know if you like this topic. Let me know if you, if you want me to dive into team building more, dive into how to really, how to really buy back that time, how to really relinquish control more effectively. I'm learning every single month as well. So I'm not a master at it, but I've, I'm way better at it today than it was 10 years ago. That's for sure. And as I'm finishing this podcast, I'm looking out my living room window, literally over, you know, the North Umquah River, over this amazing landscape, frosted fields, horses out there. The sun's just coming up over the mountain, green, green hills. And guys, this was in my vision story 10 years ago. We bought this house in 2016, so about uh, five, six years ago. And this was in my vision story. And so... I want to continue to march down that vision story, continue to march down, serve more people, serve my family better, create more magical moments with my family, friends, create better experiences with you guys, be able to coach you guys better. And um, one last thing, get the energy out of it. But I love some feedback. Hit me up with a DM on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, trevor.mock. That's M-A-U-C-H, trevor.mock, because... I am. I shifted my schedule this year to where I don't do meetings now, but before 11 a.m. except for Mondays, and I'm doing that so that I can relinquish more control, so that I can uh, document how I think in certain areas, document some of the critical frameworks, teach them, relinquish control to team members, not be so tempted to be be there on so many project calls, and. One of the reasons I'm doing it is because I want to innovate with you guys. Uh, we have something called the Authority Leader Plan. The Authority Leader Plan is in beta. There's about 30 uh, investors and agents in it right now. And our customer success team has done an amazing job uh, running the, the plan and, and helping us have a proof of concept with it. And now that we've got a few dozen clients in the plan, it's for, it's for higher level investors and agents who want to kind of have a done with you program. You know, where we do the quarterly location page writing for you. We do the modifications on your um, on your uh, on your weekly blog posts. You thought I mean a blog posts. We'll help you with their strategy. We'll help you dial in that strategy, do monthly calls with you with one of our coaches. We'll even dial in the design of your website every single year. Every single year we're gonna be readjusting and refreshing your design of your website to make it to make it really always stay ahead. Um, we're going to remove the power by carrot. There's a whole bunch of benefits in this authority leader plan. I'm looking at it going, you know what? There's some things missing though. We want to really dial in the process better. I want to help work with our team to build the playbook uh, that, that our, our coaches and you will follow to have it more specific. But we also want to build a one-to-many element where we're connecting these authority leader uh, investors and agents who are amazing people in some way. Where we're doing one-to-many trainings where I can dive in and teach more of this stuff. Because my only current outlets for teaching this stuff for the podcast and then Carrot Camp, you know, it's it's like a free, uh, free twenty minute snippet or you know a multiple thousand dollar event that sells out quick every year, and we only can put forty five to sixty people into Carrot Camp every year, and we have almost eight thousand customers. So we're looking at Authority Leader as like 
how do we help you nail the, the fundamentals of the business first of our of our of the online marketing? Number two, how do we, how do we help you then nail the fundamentals of mindset, things like that? That's what I want to start to find ways to add to the program. And then number three, how do we help you as you're growing your team and building back that freedom and, and buying back that time? That's that's what I want to start to build that program into. So DM me if that might be something that's interesting to you. Okay, it won't be cheap. It won't be expensive. It'd be right about where it should be, right around $1,000 a month. But let me know if you're already turning deals and you want to have that deeper insight, deeper connection with these types of concepts and also help executing some of the work. DM me if this is interesting to me and interesting to you and if it's if it's something that you would want to hear about. If so, I can connect you with our team and they can talk with you about the Authority Leader Program. We're only going to have a certain, uh, certain amount of spots open on a given month. Uh, we want to make sure we're delivering the best experience we can. And we are stepping into doing big, big, big improvements for version two of what Authority looks like. And that's literally right when I hang up from this, I'm going to go into mapping out that plan and strategy with the team. All right, guys, so DM me on Instagram. Would that sound interesting to you to have more of a done with you program where we do some of the work? We refresh your site visually design wise every year. We write your location pages quarterly. We have a coaching call you know, with, with you and my, my coaches monthly, dial in your plan quarterly. But then I'm going to add on these group elements where we bring on the biggest and baddest experts in our carrot user base to teach the things, to scale up your business, to buy back more time, to win more deals, but also for me to grow that team, to get that freedom and to relinquish more control. Let me know, guys. I have an amazing, amazing rest of the week. Relinquish control on something this week, guys, something, no matter how small it is. It could be booking your haircut appointments. Have your assistant do that now. Uh, it could be, you know, that you've always got to do laundry at the house and you won't let your spouse do it. Relinquish that control. Okay, walk through with them the things that are important to you on why you think that they can't do it. Relinquish that control and get that freedom back. It could be with your team. It could be with your assistant. Maybe you're doing too many things in the business and you, you have to ask yourself, why am I always having to do these? Well, you're having to do them because you haven't relinquished control there yet. You haven't documented it. You haven't taught them how to think about it. And you haven't given them, uh, given them the confidence to be able to go out there and do that. And guys, I'm guilty of that every single month as well. All right, so figure out what you want to do this week. Relinquish control on one item. You guys have an amazing week. Talk soon.